You're listening to Chewing the Fat On Demand. Is it a problem that all I want to do is eat? Is that a problem? (laughs) I know. Welcome to Chewing the Fat with yours truly, Jeff Fisher. Thank you for coming along for the ride today. Today is not really the best day uh, to be hungry um, because it makes things uh, worse as the day progresses because everybody has all kinds of goodies to eat throughout this day. It's also National Knock Knock Joke Day. Did you know that? You know, it's National Knock Knock Joke Day. Uh, I I could go to the Knock Knock Joke website, you know, knockknockjoke.com, I guess. But, I mean, everybody, knock knock, who's there? Orange. Orange who? Orange you glad I didn't say that again? After they've said knock knock, who's there five or six times. So you say knock knock, who's there? Knock knock, who's there? Who? Knock knock, who's there? Who? Orange, orange who? Orange glad I didn't say it was again. But there's got to be, uh, you know, just know that it's a special day. And, uh, you know, knock, knock, who's there? Red light. Red light who? Red light, camera, no more. It's not really a joke. Yeah, well, it's really not really a joke. Sorry. However, I will say that it is possible that the red light cameras in Texas, oh, bye-bye. Bye-bye. And I don't know if you've gotten a ticket. From a red light. Um, raise your hand if you have. Yeah, look, everybody's got their hand up. Uh, I'm so angry. I'm so mad. And, you know, the thing is, is now that particular corner, there's only a couple of corners on my drive that have cameras that are actual red light cameras. All the corners have cameras now. Those are for, you know, for uh, uh, traffic safety and emergencies. But the red light cameras are only at specific corners. And I can I can tell you that um, the light that I received a ticket on, I have gone out of my way to stop at that light, even if it looked like it was going to cause an accident. I'm not getting, I'm not going through that light again. Let somebody rear end me. It's their fault then, not mine. I was so angry. When I got the, you know, you get the picture and I obviously, perhaps, was a little tardy going through the intersection. I mean, I thought, and I'll tell you what they do, which is a little little known secret where they get you on some of this, is that like if you're going down uh, a main thoroughfare and you start hitting lights and you see it's caution and you go through the caution, Right. Okay, so the caution has to be legally so many seconds. Like if it has to be, it goes from green to caution, and it has to be legally so many seconds before it goes to red. All right? So let's say they go green, caution, 1, 1,000, 2, 1,000, 3, 1,000, red. All right? So you're used to that time frame. You get that three seconds. And so you're able to perhaps not stop at that intersection and go through the light. But the red light cameras are still under the legal limit of, I think it's two seconds, but I'm not positive on the exact time. But you come up to the light and it's one, one thousand, two, one thousand red. 
So you don't get that 3-1,000 count. Funny how that happens, isn't it? Now, I'm not saying it's a, you know, a city's conspiracy to have people get more tickets. It could be you know that they're doing it for your safety. I'm sure of it. But there are several lawsuits, and it's going to the Supreme Court in Texas, and they may be gone. Have a nice day. That would be fantastic. I know there's plenty of people who argue them. Some get off. Some do not. Um, they're supposed to. One of the big fights that they have is the cities were supposed to put those in, and it was supposed to help. It really was supposed to be you know, for your safety. And they were supposed to have uh, studies done by independent firms on the intersection and the traffic. And if it was up to that monitor, then the, then the light would be put in. So all the, many of these cities didn't do that. And so now they're going back and saying, uh, well, if you didn't have the study done, uh, you can't be having the lights up. I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Bye-bye. Papa John's up for sale. Looking has two new suitors. Bain Capital and CVC Capital Partners are among the private equity firms competing to acquire Papa John's International. Bain Capital, I mean, do they not or did they own Clear Channel, iHeart? I mean, they're the ones that bought out Clear Channel at one point. I don't know if they still have a big ownership partner partnership in that. But, uh, you know, Papa John's in trouble. They're, they've got rid of, uh, you know, John Schnatter for his uh, horrible nastiness of using the N-word on a company meeting. Had him on the conference call with, uh, you know, all these all the people of the company and people who were trying to promote the company. And he ended up using the N-word and the end of times. Goodbye. Hello, John. You can't use that ever, no matter what. I mean, there is no safe ground anymore, right? There's not a safe space for that. But anyway, they're up for sale. And we also have uh, Pizza Hut. Speak of, you know, Pizza News. On Pizza News, a Pizza Hut is uh, creating a partnership with Toyota, and they're going to develop a mobile kitchen that cooks pizzas in route to customers. I think I could be a fan. I think I could be a fan as long as they're not going to charge me a whole lot more. If they're going to charge me a whole lot more than I want the Domino's uh, free or if it's not at my house for 30 minutes and the Domino's driver is driving uh, the black bats out of hell to get to my house. I'm good with that. They don't even do that anymore, right? The Domino's doesn't do that because they were, it was the safety. You were there creating, they were creating bad drivers were driving unsafely to get you to their pizza within 30 minutes. So, I just want my pizza. But I'm sure that they'll charge you. You'll have your delivery fee. You'll have your cooking fee. So, the pizza, you can get a Pizza Hut pizza and the brand new Toyota Pizza Kitchen on the road cooker for only $3.99. $5 delivery fee, $3 tip, $3 on a delivery fee, and then $3 cook fee. We can get you out of here for a $21.99. And I'm sure that's what will happen. News broke today also that Uber was introducing uh, their monthly fee plan. This actually is kind of a good deal. Uh, Chris Cruz, you should probably look into this. It was a good price for this, except it's not. It's only in uh, five cities now. 
uh, Los Angeles, Austin, Orlando, Denver, Miami. All right, and they're charging 15 bucks a month. That's a good price. I'm I'm sorry, 14.99. I don't want to outprice them. 14.99. Uh well, there's 24.99 in LA. Apparently things cost more in California. <laughs> Can't imagine why. <laughs> so for 14.99 a month, you get uh UberX and Uber pool trips unlimited. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. It doesn't say which car. And it auto-renews. It's a ride pass. It auto-renews. You can cancel any time. But if you re- if you can't, whenever you cancel, you're just, you're done. And if you've paid money, they get the money. So you cancel in the middle of the month, they get the money. And you're out. But it seems to me, with this story, uh, Lyft was offering monthly fees like 300 bucks. Two ninety nine, which seemed like a fair price actually at the time, if you use it a lot, two hundred ninety nine dollars seems like that would be. If you are in the city, if you are in one of those cities and you want to, uh, you don't want to drive to and fro. Uh, two ninety nine to have a lift take you to and fro as much as you want for a month. That's a pretty good price. That's what it takes me, uh, you know, 40 or 50 bucks to fill up the tank. Am I doing that six times a month, though? No, not really. So maybe $2.99 is a little steep. <laughs> but $14.99, that's a pretty good price. I mean, I, you might even get that if you were just going to use it, you know, a couple times, right? I mean, a couple times, a couple times a month, you've got to be more than 15 bucks gotta be and chris asked what car does that, does that mean that if i if i if 14.99 i get stuck in the i get stuck in the little clown car what do you get i'm asking you ask what car you're the one that takes uber all right you're pissing me off now turn your mic on yes jeffy first of all tell those dingleberries behind you to shut the hell up you asked a question what yes, car do. though I mean, like, is it an Uber X? Is it an Uber regular, Uber VIP? Which one is it? It said Uber X and Uber Pool trips. Oh, those are good. The only problem with Uber Pool is you have to share it, and I want to share. Yeah, that's why it's called Uber Pool. I don't want to share. All right, so you just get the Uber X, right? Yes. So why? What is the so Uber Pool? You have to wait for people to kind of like go in for with you. Oh, so it's, it's like the vans coming out of the airports. Oh, no, thank you. Although I've taken those before. When in when you're in need, you're in need. You need they transportation. You need transportation. They always smell, and they're full of water. I don't think that's the Uber pool. Don't think that's the Uber pool, my friend. That's Uber pool. Get it? Pool. Yeah, no, I, I, knock knock. Who's there? All right, before we get to Halloween stories and uh, cuz you know it is after all Halloween and we've got I've got uh, I've got a stack of Halloween fat stories. I mean, Halloween fat pile is big today. But before we get to that, I, you know, of course we got to go to the break room and get a drink and while we're on the way to the break room, I might as well remind you that if you're selling your home, 
It might seem simple. It might seem like you could just put up the for sale sign and magically a buyer shows up and you'll live happily ever after. Yeah, it really isn't the way it happens anymore. That's why you need realestateagentsitrust.com. Finding a great real estate agent makes all the difference in the world when you need to sell your biggest asset. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We've assembled some of the best agents all over America. Let them earn your business. They are all highly rated agents, and they're going to get the job done for you, and they know how to present your home the way that it needs to be presented in today's world and get that thing sold for you. Realestateagentsitrust.com. We've all had to hire our sister's boyfriend's cousin that is uh, just getting started and has no idea what they're doing, and the house just sits there forever. And sooner or later, people realize, well, if nobody's buying it, what's wrong with it? You don't want that. Nobody wants that. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, let's get a drink before we go to Halloween, shall we? Because I am thirsty. All right, a couple break room stories. Uh, Apple has unveiled several updates to its core products. Uh, you've got the iPad, the iPad Pro updated, the MacBook Air updated, the Mac Mini updated. So for all you uh, all you Mac users and your Apple users, you can also be happy. Yay! We're giving you a few updates over there. Yay! Um, do you know the game Red? Dead Redemption 2? Of course you do. I mean, that's that's a dumb question. I know that you play. You might not tell anybody, but I know that you play Red Dead Redemption 1. Because that's how I know you're playing Red Dead Redemption 2. And it had one of the most successful releases in video game history. The long-awaited title, and I know, look, you're not alone in waiting for Red Dead Redemption 2 to be released, sold $725 million worth of copies in three days. So, see, I told you, you weren't alone. There were more people than you that were couldn't keep their joy from just expounding all over the place when Red Dead Redemption 2 was released. So have fun and know that you're not alone. Miners, yes, miners, the ones that dig down into the ground, not miners who are underage, have discovered a 5,655 carat emerald in Zambia. Uh, it's going to be sold next month at auction. Now, according to this story, it could be cut into hundreds of smaller ones. You think? I mean, there's going to be only, what, maybe uh, uh, maybe Bezos buys the whole thing and just keeps it, boom, there you go. I mean, there's a problem, right, when we're selling, we we're finding uh, emeralds uh, in Zambia bigger than, uh, where's the story I had from, uh, they're, sell, they're, they're, find, they're selling moon rocks now. They're not moon rocks, okay, they're like pebbles. Uh, they're not even pebbles, really. I, I can't. I don't even know where the story is. Doesn't matter. They're, they've got them up. They're going to put them up for auction, and we're finding emeralds 
in Zambia, bigger than these moon rocks. That's a problem. That's a problem. So, it uh, you know, you got something to look forward to, though. Uh, those of you that uh, didn't get your copy of Red Deb Redemption 2, uh, maybe you maybe you put a put a bid in for the uh, the five thousand six hundred and fifty five carat emerald from Zambia. All right, let's get to Halloween, shall we? All right, so as you're well aware. It's Halloween. And how can there be a Halloween broadcast without mentions of hundreds of Oregon witches paddling down the river, minus the brooms? Hundreds of witches traded in their broomsticks, which, by the way, I don't think they traded them in. They just set them off to the side. They didn't give them up. Uh, They paddled six miles on board Saturday along the Willamette River, which divides the city of Portland. Uh, I... Doubt these witches actually paddled six miles. I have a question that they hopped up on their little sponsored boards that they're on. They're all sponsored by N-A-I-S-H. Nice. What is that? Look that up, Chris. What is that? N-A-I- yeah, N-A-I-S-H, which is on every one of these boards. You're telling me these stupid witches are paddling down a river. They got sponsors on their boards. That's tremendous. I love them for that. Participants donated packages of socks, underwear, and T-shirts to a local nonprofit group before they started paddling. Wait. They paddled and gave goodies? No, it's supposed to be the other way around, I thought. So a surf shop gave them boards to go on. That is America right there, my friends. Even for witches. Even for witches. And it's in Hawaii. I wonder if they actually donated them or they were purchased. They had to donate them, right? They got their name all over it. You can't miss the in the picture. That's tremendous. Good for them. Good for them. Uh, nobody better give them a hard time about sponsoring witches. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> and as I mentioned on Pat Gray uh, this morning, uh, as I did uh, quit uh, Unleashed uh, Chewing the Fat segment, uh, during Pat Unleashed, uh, the CDC was a little mad that uh, ABC and other outlets were reporting that uh, they, the CDC, were telling uh, pet owners not to dress up their chickens uh, due to a strain of salmonella. The CDC was wound up. They got so mad, they actually issued a release. And that release was quick to say, uh, no, it is falsely reported. Uh, despite news reports to the contrary, for uh, the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention has not warned people against dressing chickens in Halloween costumes. I mean, they got so bad they issued a statement, right? I mean, you got to do something to tick the CDC off. And they gave a long list of, you know, I mean, we do advise people with backyard or pet chickens to handle them carefully, keep their family and their chickens safe and healthy. I mean, they have to do that. And, you know, don't or eat or drink in an area where the birds live or roam. Wait, you're not supposed to eat or drink in the chicken coop? You ever seen a chicken coop? You ever been in an actual chicken coop? It is not your ideal dining area for humans. 
Keep your chickens outdoors. Never bring them in the house. And children under five should not hold or touch chickens. Remember that. Children under five should not hold or touch chickens. Young children are more likely to get sick because their immune systems are still developing. They're more likely to put their fingers or pacifiers and other items into their mouths after they stuck it in the chicken's butt. The CDC didn't say that. I did. But you know that's what they were doing. We have a, a corpse flower that smells like dirty diapers in bloom. Remember that just that just bloomed a little while ago, right, in Canada. Okay, so this one is at Dartmouth College's greenhouse. All right, there was one in Canada that just bloomed. They were all about it. They had people from all over the world to show up. Yeah, let's be around the flower that smells like crap. It's going to open up. Here it comes. Oh, doesn't that smell so bad? I just want to puke. Why do you want a flower like that? No. No, thank you. The odor is described as rotting flesh, a decaying animal, or even soiled baby diapers. I do not want that flower. I don't want to be around that flower. I don't want to be it. Sorry. Morphe, the Titan Irem, a native of Sumatra. Yeah, you know what? Leave it there. Why are we trying to make them grow all over the world? There's a reason. God said, I'm going to put these these plants that smell like crap in Sumatra. <laughs> and that's where I want them. Don't move them around. Even on Halloween. Don't do it. Don't do it. And before we get to, we've got some great university stories on cultural appropriation that's happening in America today. And this is this actually is frightening because we're letting it happen. You may think that it's just happening a little bit at all. It's only happening here and it's only happening here. But it's not. It's happening everywhere. And it is, we're being taken over. And I'm not talking about the caravan coming from Guatemala and Honduras. I mean, we are being taken over. But before we get taken over, let me tell you about, remember the woman who, was marrying the ghost? Well, she uh, she claimed that she's now slept with at least 20 ghosts. But, but now she's engaged to one of them. So, good for her. Um, a lot of people, you know, as I read this, I'm thinking, wait a minute. She's making love to a ghost. And now she's going to marry a ghost. I mean, every time I wanted to make love to a ghost, my mom would say, I'd just go blind. Right? Is that a... No? No? No. All right. We'll get to the other stories then. Fascinating to me that this is happening all over. And you don't see it. Until I sit down and I've got 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14 different stories. All about almost the same thing. So it's not as if it's just a little story here, a little high school here, a little college here. We're being overwhelmed. Let's start off with Michigan State University. As... A department uh, debuted uh, Halloween posters titled, A Culture is Not a Costume. Oh, is your Halloween costume racist? A poster contains a flowchart which asks students whether their costumes use blackface, swastikas, or have literally a name of a minority, 
uh, that you are not, <laughs> okay, uh, in the title of your costume. At one point, the poster suggests that if students are still asking yourself the question, is this costume racist, eh, you shouldn't be wearing the costume, okay? Does it make sense? Does it? The MSU uh, Inclusion and Intercultural Initiatives Director, the Inclusion and Intercultural Initiatives Director, III, I'm with the III. I squared. No, I squared would be twice. III. I. I times three. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm I to the third power. I, I, I. I like I, I, I better. Triple I. Uh, yes, I'm with triple I. I'm the triple I director. Paulette Russell uh, said the poster is to help students in residence uh, understand why certain depictions might be offensive. And if someone takes offense, they have a reason, do they? When asked about possible consequences for students who violate statements on the bulletin boards, um, they were told, well, certainly it's the student's right to wear whatever they want to wear. Is it? So we have III telling us what we should do and shouldn't do, but there's no consequences yet or none that they're telling us, right? So you could end up, you're going to be shunned for sure. You're, they're going to find something to uh, put on your permanent record. They'll find something for that. And remember that um, this is part of the Intercultural Dialogues Program that when the boards are up, and, and we don't have anything to do with putting the boards up, really? You don't have anything to do with putting the boards up? I thought this was all part of your deal. No, 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 no. I'm presuming the boards are instructing what not to be worn, but educating on how certain costumes are perceived by others. Oh, so they're not telling you what not to wear, they're helping you, uh, they're educating you on what costumes could be perceived as wrong. Now, that's MSU, right? Okay. Now, they also, one of the things that happened at MSU that I am a big fan of, and you know this is happening at every university. I've got, we'll go down the list here quickly. Uh, but they held a uh, M-Rule, M-R-U-L-E, M-Rule, Multiracial Unity Living Experience Cultural Appropriation and Halloween Event and Cultural Appropriation Campaign. Oh my gosh. MSU, these these kids are doomed. This is they're coming out of universities with III rules all over. It is doomed. Princeton student government issues checklist for inclusive Halloween. 
That's good. Listen, the Princeton University's undergraduate student program issued a checklist to students on Thursday to ensure that their Halloween costumes fostered an inclusive experience for all students. Now, they're going to have, they're still going to have their annual Princeton. Princeton. Why do they even have that anymore? Well, I mean, it doesn't make any sense that they even have an event like that. Prince DeWeen. As Princeton approaches here, there's some tips, uh, reminders to create a fun and safe and inclusive experience for all students. If you're thinking about a costume for this week, take some time out and ask yourself these questions. Is my costume making fun of a group of people? Does my costume have a potential to create an unsafe or hostile environment? Does my costume reduce cultural differences to jokes and stereotypes? Are you altering your skin color, facial, body features to make it darker or indicate of a, a particular race, eth- ethnicity, or cultural group? Is your costume funny because you're dressing up as someone from a particular race, gender, ethnicity, or culture? As always, we want to make sure that you all respect and take care of each other. That is agonizing. The thing about uh, Halloween is you're supposed to dress up as something that you're not, right? Something that you're not. There's a story about a banker dressing up in blackface and his wife dressing up as as, uh, Kim Kardashian. I wonder what blackface the banker was dressing up as. Oh, yeah, that's right. Kanye with the MAGA hat, the glasses, the, the whole bit. The whole nine yards. And she looked great as Kim. I mean, they looked like Kim and Kanye, only they looked like a couple that were pretending to be Kim and Kanye. You know, like Halloween couples. So when you looked at them, you said, oh, that's not Kim and Kanye. But that's funny because that's Kim and Kanye. And that's really funny. And they're not making fun of Kim and Kanye. They're just, that's their dressing up for Halloween. Isn't that, oh my gosh, that's what got Megan Kelly fired. Asking questions like that. If it's out of respect, why is it? It's not bad, right? Oh no, you're fired. As a side note on Megan Kelly, I did see a headline today that talked about her uh, willing to take $10 million and step aside. I believe that headline is fake news. That's probably NBC throwing that headline out there, uh, trying to get her to come down, because there's no way. If I'm Megan Kelly... You owe me like $70 million? I'm not not a chance. You fired me over this? And you expect me to take a pittance of $10 million? No, thank you. Have a nice day. I, you're, I, I want at least 50 At least. But I'm not bargaining for Megan. So you do whatever you want, Megan. Okay? I'm just, just saying I didn't believe the headline either. <laughs> it was a nice try of NBC to put that out there on you. But no way is that true. University of Utah. Diversity coordinator defined cultural appropriation as using something from a culture in a way that's not meant to be used. Cultural co-optation is intimidating another culture without regard for the context of that culture. The um, coordinator uh, criticized uh, people dressing like a Native American simply because it looks cool. Um, when faced with gray areas surrounding cultural appropriation, such as having a friend who isn't offended by a costume or attempting to celebrate another culture, why is, uh, you might, might want to think to yourself, um, 
What is my position of power in this situation? Am I part of a colonizing or colonized group? Does this costume perpetuate stereotypes? What's the historical context of this costume? Is this something I would choose on an average day? Ah! University of Utah, again. Um, this is uh, she. Uh, I think. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, but it said here that in this, well, this is the story. This is not her. It says her in the story that she, you know, it says considers herself. That's what it says. It says in the story considers herself part of the Pacific Island culture. I am one of those people who don't think that cultural appropriation is appropriate to even do. Her, she, it said, I think something that needs to be highlighted is cultural appropriation is the baby of racism and capitalism. The director of ASU's diversity board considers himself, and that's what it says it in the story. I'm not saying that it's a him, he, her, she, it. Part of the South Asian culture, Pakistan, Bangladesh, Nepal, India, and related cultural appropriation to historical racism. Such a big defining part of Indian history is white supremacy. Addressing British colonization of his country. People can just wear my culture and just wear it. And they don't have to wear my pain. They don't have to wear the genocide their people went through. Um, I'd like to, this isn't me talking now. All right. I'm going to quote uh, my executive producer and uh, handler, Chris Cruz, uh, who, uh, by the way, is... uh, Another race, although he's an American, I think. I've never checked. I've never done the background check. But uh, I just want to pre- pretend I'm him for a second. <laughs> After that talk. Shut up! Are you kidding me? We're doomed. When we have a television channel, I told you Hulu had tweeted out, if you're dressing up for... Halloween. This is your reminder to wear a costume that is culturally appropriate and respectful to others. Let's celebrate the holiday in a way that we can all enjoy. Now they took a huge hit for that tweet. I don't know who tweeted it. I don't know who. You know, I'm guessing it's their social media director. But they people were quoting and retweeting that. They deleted it. I went back and looked, and Hulu just got rid of it. And it was like the next day. Because people uh, know? How about you just tell me what the new show is that I'm paying you for, by the way? How about you tell me that? That'd be nice. Iowa teacher under investigation for wearing blackface to Halloween party. That bitch. That's all I'm saying to that. University of Wisconsin-Madison on why a costume might be seen as racist. In the weeks leading up to Halloween, the University of Wisconsin-Madison directed students to a statement on its... Hashtag U at UW blog. Uh, Cultures are not costumes. 
I don't think I need to say anything more. We can go deeper if you'd like, but I'm just telling you, if you just if you live by that rule alone, cultures are not costumes. And I want to warn you a little bit. I want to warn you against racist and crude costumes. Universities all over America are warning students now of harmful cultural appropriation during Halloween. It's time to end this so-called holiday of Halloween. It's time to end it. When when the point beginning was to dress up and have a little bit of fun. Dress up as whatever you want. Dress up as, you know, Are we soon we're going to go after the parades, right? The, in New Orleans, we're going to go after uh, any night parades. Uh, in Tampa has the day parade and the and the uh, the night parades. And the big deal with the night parades is that they got to dress up as as I mean, these crazy characters and, and really sometimes, you know, way beyond the way beyond the pale. Like I always wanted to dress up as I always thought it would be cool. And nobody ever did. Nobody had the guts to it. I was very disappointed in these people that dress up for the for the night parade in Tampa because I wanted someone to dress up as the Twin Towers. Don't look at me like that. It was just a, it was just two people dressed up as the Twin Towers with the on fire. Now I know it's sick and it's it's terrible, but they you got people dressing up as as toilet bowls and you got people dressing up as as all kinds of sick and wacko things, and I always thought someone should dress up like that in these, you know, like in New Orleans and stuff. And maybe they have, maybe I just missed it. It's not that I view every parade that's ever happened, <laughs> but the uh, uh, we're going to have to put an end to all that. All that's got to go away. The Mardi Gras, Gasparilla Day Parade, the Gasparilla Night Parade, all those have to go away because they're they're inappropriate and they are uh, they're very I don't know how to put this um, horrific and uh, I someone could get their feelings hurt someone could get their feelings hurt especially if there's someone uh, from ASU who. Uh, wants to be clear that um, you can't just wear someone's culture and not have the pain as well, okay? You can't wear the genocide that people went through. Yeah, I know. I know you can't. Um, Guess what? Um, Did you go through the genocide and the, the, the actual... Um, white supremacist British colonization, or are you here in America, the melting pot, teaching at a university with a university degree, and how does that hurt you any in your life? I, I just I have a question, and I'm sure you have an answer for me. <laughs> and darn look at the time we can't okay we don't have the time to listen to your answer man i wish we did <laughs> but we don't all right so you might as well like those stories are enough to just make you go mad if you're not already there already and uh and i don't want to do that it's Halloween. So let's just leave you with a, 
Uh, I'll do it today with historic things that happened on Halloween. So at least you have a little, you know, you can you can tell tell your friends, hey, did you know this happened on Halloween? And uh, and I'll have it there for you. Like, did you know that um, polls open on the eleventh American presidential election, Halloween, eighteen twenty eight, right? So the eleventh American president voting started Halloween, eighteen twenty eight. Now, there's this story I don't really want to tell you because uh, this will make you realize why they don't want you to dress up like Indians. Uh, but hundreds of Creek Indians were killed in the wreck of the uh, Mammoth too. Halloween, 1837. Uh, it was already dire. We'd already uh, killed a bunch of, uh, bunch of Creek tribe members. And then some of them said, hey, we'll help you fight the Seminoles down in Florida. So we let them live. And then when they came back from that war, we killed them. Well, they crashed into another steamship. We put them on an overcrowded boat uh, and uh, steamed north up into the river, and then we crashed. And uh, I'm pretty sure that nobody really cared that much at the time, but it's a horrific, <laughs> horrific outcome. And we were just so terrible to the Indians. It's 1837 was the Creek Indians uh, mammoth wreck, okay? Uh Nevada was admitted as the 36th, 36th, I can't even speak, Nevada, I was actually thinking about if I'm saying Nevada right, is Nevada, Nevada, tomato, tomato, Nevada, Nevada, Nevada is admitted as the 36th state in 1864, Britain breaks the Ottomans at the Battle of Beersheba, Halloween 1917, think about it, yes, that didn't last long. The end of the deadliest month of Spanish flu, Halloween 1918. That's good news. Well, that's a good one. Uh, no, 50 million people died of the Spanish flu. Wow. 675,000 Americans perished during the plague. Wow. No single month was more deadly than October 1918. And then it calm down and we were we were over over it um one of the uh that claims here that one of the uh compelling explanations for what uh what made it slow down and what stopped the death spike was high dosages of aspirin other than that, i mean that's the only medicine they had at the time right to get people over the flu and not spread it uh in 1922 after the March on Rome, Benito Mussolini's triumphant parade. Yeah! Yes, 1922. Mussolini's triumphant parade. Man, that was, those were the times, right? Those were the days. The strange death of Harry Houdini, Halloween, 1926. Well, pretty strange, but he died on Halloween. The sinking of the Reuben James. By German U-boat, Halloween 1941, by the German U-boat of the sinking of the Reuben James. And who could ever forget the Woody Guthrie? Woody Guthrie, uh, have you heard of the of a ship called the Good Reuben James, manned by hard-fighting men, both of honor and fame? She flew the stars and stripes of the land of the free, but tonight she's in her grave at the bottom of the sea. Well, man, that Woody Guthrie, that guy. Uh, number nine on the list of uh, top ten things that happened on Halloween. The best individual game of the best individual football season of all time. 
October 1943. Actually, this is October 19th. This is kind of stretching it for the whole Halloween thing. You know, it happened in October. Make it, put it in the top 10. (laughs) Sammy Baugh, slinging Sammy Baugh was a boy who doesn't forget. Remember slinging Sammy Baugh out there in 1943, doing all kinds of great things in the NFL. That NFL game was uh, quite a bit different uh, than what we were watching uh, today. And of course, number 10 on the history of Halloween in 1962. At the top of the Billboard Hot 100, Bobby Cricket and the Crypt Kickers with Monster Mash. The Monster Mash. Man, you don't get those days back, do you? No, you do not. Oof. Happy Halloween. He did the Monster Mash. The Monster Mash.